is there anything better than a Friday? I think it's the perfect day when you can relax, look forward, and most of all, there's a shit ton of sports coming up. Welcome to the sports bar. Where we break down your what sports? Yeah, all the, the best breakdown show. The best sports. breakdown show in yeah. the 254 with your host as always, Mr. Drew. And your favorite Bauman kids. Before anything else, remember as always to follow us on our socials. On, on Instagram, it's at the, the sports, sports bar. K-E, and on Facebook, the sports bar. Yes, let's delve right into it with mm-hmm. your first segment of the day, which is our weekly random, whereby we get to give you a heads up. Yeah, if so, you haven't been up to date with sports this entire week, we want to give you a rundown of what's been happening through this week. So, where do you want to start with? So, there was football on Monday, right? Yeah, we had La Liga, the final games of match week one. How did those go? Well, boring Monday, at the end of the day. <laughs> Villarreal and Granada played out and then they'll draw, and so did Elche and Bilbao. That is surprising. I definitely thought uh, Bilbao would thrash Elche. But it's unfortunate that it was a nil-nil despite not sleeping early that night. Yeah, that was on <laughs> Monday night. On Tuesday night, we had the German Super Cup. Yeah, the Between, finals. Yeah, Legoldsman taking on, uh, what's this guy called? The Macrosa. Yeah, yes, so yes. the two Bayern, the two German champions, the two German heavyweights, basically, in mm. Bayern and Dortmund going head to head. Bayern came out victorious with uh, Lewandowski scoring a brace and Muller one goal, yeah, and, winning uh, three goals to one. Don't forget the goal of the night belonged to Marco Royce with an absolute banger. It was a, a consolation, goal. though. It was a consolation, but it was a banger. It gave them hope because at the time the game was 2 0. So it uh, he scores, it becomes 2 1. Unfortunately, there was a third goal in store for them. Robert, congrats, Robert Lewandowski. Oh, that, uh, eh, but Lewandowski is an animal. It's uh, congratulations to them. It's Bayern doing what Bayern does best winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aside from football, I think we had some something. Yeah, you know, I forgot, I completely forgot to talk about this on Monday because usually it happens in June. So it's really rare to see it in August. The 24 hours of Le Mans yeah, is back. Yeah, you're a racing fanatic. Yeah, yes, it's, it's one of, it's actually my favorite race. Uh, this is the 89th edition, making it the longest running sports race in the world. It only took a break uh, during World War II. That was the only time there was no Le Mans. And here we are again with another edition. So uh, there's a new class this year. I don't know if you had. Usually uh, there are three, but there are four this year with the hypercar class being added to become the top echelon uh, just before LMP1, which is after. Then we have the LMGTE and the LMGTE AM. Those are the four classes which will be participating. Don't worry if you don't know what LM means. It just means Le Mans. And then the P is project. So LM project one is LMP1. And then when it comes to LMGTE, it's Le Mans Grand Touring. Get what I mean now? We're on the same page together. Aha. So uh, we had free practice on Tuesday. Uh, free practice one and two. Uh, the drivers got familiar with the racetrack and the car. And then we had qualifying on Wednesday, which the top six from each of the classes would go on to have hyperpole, which happened uh, yesterday. Keep this in mind. This is a race that's run for 24 yeah, full, straight that's, that's what hours. Yeah. So qualifying is usually three hours. That should give you a heads up, uh, a heads up on how things go over here. Uh, there are 63 teams participating this year with privately owned teams. And then you have the racing, world racing teams. 11 former F1 drivers, which is going to it's be very entertaining. Yeah. And it's as usual. I think Kamui Kobayashi should just get a statue built in Le Mans somewhere. Because yet again, Toyota, the Toyota driver Kamui Kobayashi is in pole. 
after Hyperpole yesterday, he still was the fastest driver. And it was a lockout for the Toyota Gazoo team with one and two. The second team uh, having the driver, Sebastian Buemi, behind the wheel for the fastest track. And the third team is a, a pocket rocket, a bit of a surprise, Alpine. Now, Alpine are brilliant because they're not, they didn't design a new car for the hypercar. They had a LMP2 car uh, last season, which did really well. And they're reusing it in the hypercar category because it still meets all the conditions. So they've had more time to work on this car. And it's really showing because they are surprisingly quick. Gazoo uh, whooping their asses. Uh. Yeah. Uh, another team which is back after a while away is Corvette. The American uh, manufacturers have come to try and take over the GTE Pro class, which is usually the home of Porsche and Ferrari. Yes. So and Audi also there, but I mean it's it's yeah. Ferrari. <laughs> so uh, the race is actually this weekend, which is something I'm really looking forward to. Today is a rest day for the drivers, the me the mechanics, and the teams, and uh, it will start tomorrow local time in France at about two fifteen. PM. So let's talk about 4.15 PM locally. And that's about it. And it London. runs for 24 hours. Yeah, so it will end on Sunday at let's talk about 5.30 because there's also the awarding of the champions and everything. Yeah, so that's basically what's been happening this week with regards to sports. Uh, yeah, so let's delve into the next segment which is your weekend preview. On to your second segment of the day, which is your weekend preview yes. so the weekend starts today which is friday it's friday Shere, <laughs> but well, yeah if you can you know what that means so <laughs> we, we kick off today with a bit of everything yeah mm -hmm. we have liga we have the bundesliga we have a bit of la liga as well so oh, with friday regards night. to the yeah to, with regards to the bundesliga mm -hmm. we have uh last year's uh but they the second team or the third team in Leipzig. The yeah, they were the runners up. Leipzig, after losing their manager Nagelsmann and, and kicking off the game. season very poorly, losing their first game, they kick off a weekend going up against a very resurgent Stuttgart side. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it looks to be a very exciting game. And then into the weekend, going into Saturday, we have uh, Freiburg taking on Dortmund, coming off a loss to Bayern Munich in the Super Cup midweek. But uh, looking to continue the perfect record in the Bundesliga. In the Bundesliga, yeah. We all, we'll also have Leverkusen taking on uh, Gladbach. That's one of the ties of the weekend for me. Mm. And then on Sunday, we'll have the champions in Bayern taking on Cologne. Cologne. <laughs> With Yamas Hector hoping to inspire Cologne as their leader, the leader of men. Yeah, so we also have Syria kicking off this weekend. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, actually, there's a lot of football to be played. And uh, we see a lot of new managers in the dugout for the first time this season. We have uh, the first game of the season, the champions in Milan, with their new manager, Simone Inzaghi, taking on Genoa. Then we'll have Juventus with their new manager, Allegri, taking on Udinese. Uh, Udinese are at home. And we have uh, <laughs> Fiorentina, who brought back Iacini after... So oh, what is it? 28 days Gattuso. before Gattuso resigned. Yeah, they'll be taking on Roma with Jose, Jose Mourinho, Mourinho at the helm. On his first uh, competitive game for Roma. Yeah. So, having signed Tammy Abraham. Yes. And uh, it's looking How do like you think Mourinho team. will do in Italy? I think if he's sacked there, it's the end of his club managing career. I think he'll just go into international football from there. That's all I can say. It's too early to talk about what he'll do with the players. But looking at the he still has the same people he neglected at United in Mkhitaryan and uh, 
Chris Mould and Pedro recently left to go and join Maurizio Sarri at Lazio. So let's just see what he does with Roma because Roma is a, at core has a very young squad. Mm. And, That's why I'm also curious as to how he's going to do because and also he lost Edin Dzeko. Yeah, it's a very young squad, but he's not Tammy Abraham. It's a very young squad. So with Mourinho's style of management, I don't know if that will be a really good fit. So I'm really curious to see how this unfolds anyway yeah. and to continue with the Serie. <laughs> and uh, finally, the last game I touch on is Sampdoria taking on AC Milan. AC Milan had a really good season last year. But they were unable to cross the finishing line and win it. But they've gotten new reinforcements, and Olivier Giroud is looking like a brilliant signing, and he might be the missing link to win them the Scudetto this year. But they had Zlatan. But he was injured for most of the season. Yeah, let's see how that unfolds. <laughs> On from Serie A, we also have La Liga, <laughs> Messi-less La Liga. Yeah, are you gonna be saying that this whole year? Yes. I'm going to attack you. <laughs> so yeah, they kick off tonight as well with uh, Betis taking on Cardiff, yeah. and then we head into Saturday with Atletico Bilbao after drawing on Monday night with uh, Elche. They take on Barcelona, giving them I think their first real test this season. Yeah, because Bilbao do play really good. Yeah, football. they play really good football. They'll be at home against Barcelona, and then on Sunday the champions in Atleti take on Elche. Let's and see if Elche can survive again. Yeah, and then in Real Madrid. Uh, finish off our weekend by taking on Levante away. Mm. Yeah, that's it for La Liga. Uh, Into some... Liga, oh. No. Oh. Well, the news came out today that Mauricio Pochettino is in no hurry to uh, give Messi playing time. So there's no debut this week again for Messi. Messi with, PSG. Yeah, with the PSG kicking off the weekend tonight, taking on Brest. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow we... And then... <laughs> You're a dumbass. And then uh, tomorrow, the, one of the games I talk about is Monaco taking on Lons. Lons were a surprise package last season with Gail Kakuta really motivating them and dragging them by their hair, shins and teeth into a good finish at the end of the season. And Monaco have been very lackluster this season so far. They're turning me into a liar. Anyways, that would be a good game to look out for. And finally, we have uh, Christophe Galtier, the manager who won last season, taking on Marseille with his new niece side. Yeah, he started off the season really well by beating the champions in Lille. Last yeah, that was weekend, their second so. game. The oh, yeah, that was their second game. Yeah. But they still did win their first game. Actually, the teams which are perfect so far are PSG, Nice, and Marseille. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it's the three of them who are still perfect. I think we've been paying more attention to Ligon <laughs> this year because of the shift of Leo Messi and also just to keep an eye out on the situation with Jose Kili and Mbappe. Not really guilty, I mean. Mbappe is a very good manager. He is, but I mean, though, you didn't hear of any team clamoring for him over the summer of this year. Because he already had an agreement with Nice beforehand. Anyways, 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 we can talk about Christoph Galtier and his genius tactics all day, but let's move on to the Premier League with a uh, good kickoff game tomorrow uh, in the afternoon. Early kickoff will be Liverpool taking on Burnley. Liverpool, what do you think of Liverpool so far? Actually, let's let's delve a bit into these <laughs> Premier League games because after the first game week, I think everyone has an idea. Yeah, I think if you saw your team play, you have an idea of where your team is. So I think Liverpool are looking pretty dangerous, especially the one thing which I can say is the reinforcement in defense, having enough centre-backs to who are actual centre-backs playing, uh, 
it's going to make a big difference. They missed Andrew Robertson in that game because uh, he's injured, but he's back in training this week. So Simakas had to step up, and that was, I think, his first Premier League Simakas. game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Liverpool are looking dangerous, especially when their full squad is fit. I don't think there's a team that can keep up with them. Going up against Burnley, who lost their first game. Yeah, but Sean Dyche has a way of motivating his men. What did he, what is it that he said after beating Liverpool in the in the title winning season? Uh, Liverpool play like a beautiful Ferrari, but we're a traffic jam. How good is a Ferrari in traffic? <laughs> so he has his tactics for frustrating Klopp. So it should be an interesting game. Yeah, that's your early kickoff for Saturday. Following that at 5 p.m., uh, we have Palace taking on Brentford, which I'm very interested in because Brentford kicked This is a off. London derby, first and foremost. Yes, it is a London derby. And Brentford kicked off things with a bang, winning their first London derby of the season against Arsenal. And Palace, on the other hand, were very lackluster. They had no ambition. Zaha looked like a waste of space on the field. He was frustrated for all the game. He wasn't contributing. So Yeah, and Eze is also out for a long time. So. Yeah. So looking at Patrick Vieira, he needs to find a way to bounce back. And I think this is a good test for him. Crystal Wallace might be one of those teams that we might not see it yet, but they might struggle this year enough to go down. I already said this last week and you called me a madman. But no, honestly, I don't see it. So yeah, (laughs) Because they lack that creative spark. You know, now Zaha is being played as a striker. He's not in the midfield to create chances. Eberechieze is injured and uh, Andros Townsend left for Everton. So there's no real creative spark because I don't think Milihojevic is going to be putting money through passes. Anyways, and finally, same time, uh, I mean tomorrow... We have City taking on Norwich, which is looking for like a ridiculously tough test for Norwich. They kick off the season with Liverpool and then the next game they have the champions and the runners-up in the champions. It's called the baptism of fire. Hey, Yeah, so it's looking hard. For Norwich. Yeah, that's uh, your pick for Saturday's games. And then on Sunday, now we have... Um, I think, yeah, Sundays are usually reserved for the Premier League. It's usually called the Super Sunday. Super Sunday. We have some really interesting games with some old rivals in Southampton and United going head-to-head in the early kickoff on Sunday. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Nuno Espirito Santo going back to his former hunting ground in Wolves. After losing the ES- ECL game midweek. Yeah, midweek. We lost a UEFA Conference League game. Yeah, uh, yeah the Spurs take on Wolves away. Uh, so that looks like a very sexy, sexy game to watch, honestly. Yeah, it really doesn't because Wolves don't play good football no more. I, I'm really curious to see how Wolves I'm, unfold this season under their new manager, Bruno Lager. I'm just interested in the lineup for Spurs this weekend because, again, Hurricane is being difficult. But so, yeah, he's back in pool training, but he wasn't. He, he didn't, didn't travel, travel with the team. squad to go to play the Conference League game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the pick of the weekend games, we have Arsenal <laughs> taking on Chelsea. Another London derby. Another be a London lot of this, derby. This season with, there'll be a lot of these derbies. Yeah, with a lot on the line in this game, honestly. Arsenal need a bounce back. Need to bounce back after their lackluster start to the season. And Chelsea need to prove their credentials as a Chelsea yeah, yeah, look like a, like a marauding team. They just look like they're going to walk all over Arsenal. So. They look like they're going to walk over everyone really. Yeah, and then Chelsea the last game on Sunday I think is between On Monday. On Monday it's going to be West Ham and Everton. Yes. So that yeah. Will be the final game of the of weekend. The weekend. And it's also a really good game because Rafa Benitez did you know, like I find his teams very interesting. Like you think they're beat, but he motivates them somehow during halftime and they come back. It's been like that for a long time. 
Uh, case in point, the final in Istanbul against AC Milan. <laughs> That's too far back. And uh, anyway, we saw it again this weekend, uh, last weekend. Anyway, so yeah, go keep. Keep up to date with everything that's happening in and yeah. around the Premier League by following us on our socials. On Instagram, it's at the Sports Bar. And on Facebook, it's at the Sports Bar KE. So, yeah. What's your pick of the weekend? Before I think we before, before, we even, yeah, before we even close this segment, first and foremost, if you're a fantasy Premier League manager, Ebu, we have a deadline tomorrow very early. So, remember to set up your team by the end of... Uh, Today by or midday tomorrow. It's midday tomorrow, yeah, but preferably do it today. Mm. No, we'll make your decisions. Yeah, make your decisions and don't forget we have a league going on as well. If you would like to join in the league, we'll the link is in the description. On yeah, on all our social media platforms. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's What's your pick, pick of the out weekend? I think my pick of the weekend is this Arsenal Chelsea game. I believe a lot hangs on this game for Mikel Ateta, who's the Arsenal manager. Yep. And Chelsea need to prove themselves as worthy title contenders by running all over, running riot mm. on Arsenal, basically. With uh, Lukaku slated to make his debut this weekend as well. <laughs> what is this? His second Chelsea debut? Yeah, his second <laughs> Chelsea debut. And I don't think Arsenal's defense is going to be able to keep up with that Chelsea front four. Mm. It's going to be a tough game. For yeah, with Golo Kante also dominating that midfield. But too. Kante isn't fit. But honestly, mm. Chelsea it just have a very interesting It and Kovacic. Yeah, but, but those are also two very two good, very good midfielders. midfielders who I don't think Arsenal has any in their books I in terms know. of good midfielders. They just signed Rodegaard, but that's an attacking I don't think midfielder. he'll be playing this weekend because the signing was completed today. Was it yesterday evening? Yeah, and oh. what's your pick of the weekend? Mine is obviously the 24 hours of Le Mans. Every year I have to watch this race. I sit, okay, I don't stay awake for the whole 24 hours. My secret is 20 minute naps every three hours. It works fantastically. But anyways... It's going to be an entertaining race. It's going to take the whole day. And it's the most challenging race you'll ever watch. With a lot on the line for a lot of manufacturers. Because this is also a good test for the future road cars that they are going to release. Especially when it comes to the Project One cars and the GTE. Those are future roadsters being designed. And honestly, I just want to see Kamui Kobayashi win his fourth title in a row with Toyota Gazoo. I know Fernando Alonso this year, but they, they should do well. Let's let's see what they let's yeah. see how they how so the weekend pans out. Make sure you watch it at all, if it's possible for you. Just go and look for it. It's going to be live on Eurosport. Just watch it. Like that's all I can say. Like Lemon is a sacred sacred art. Sour to miss, yeah. <laughs> right, um. So that's that's it for your weekend preview, basically. Let's go into our last segment of the day, which is uh, our news segment. On our last segment of the day, which, which is your... Which is usually where we talk about the biggest news stories for, from the last couple of days, unless you've been living underneath a rock. So, what do we have in store first? From the Premier League, well, James Ward-Prowse, Southampton's... Captain. Captain, and one of England's... Well, I don't know how I don't know how to say We, we can't really rate him for England because Gareth Southgate finds him as useful as nipples on a man. Yeah, but he's been on demand this off-season. Yeah, with Aston South- Villa really wanting to sign him. Yeah, but Southampton managed to finally keep a hold of one of their players. <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, he's tied down to a new five-year deal to sign today. So, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to James Hodgkrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
why congratulations. Yes, anyway, but it's, it's a good deal for Southampton, especially considering they're being relegated this season. Keeping hold of your captain, who he's. If there's any same, Southampton fan out there, and you're listening to this, Dumbo said whatever he just said. Just uh, feel free to at me, bro. Assume. <laughs> Anyways, but looking at Southampton, this is the. What process the last from the generation, the golden generation, which really got signed away? The same generation that had Adam Lalana, Luke Shaw, Nathaniel Klein, Nani uh, Victor Wanyama. Uh, who else was Sadio that? Mane. Sadio Mane, hey, Virgil Van Dijk. Like he has been, and he really looked like he would be another one to be signed away after Lalana. But if you notice all really those is, names you just mentioned right there, and Toby Alderweireld. Yeah, those are all part of the Southampton. The, what, they made more, one of the, they are part of the Southampton world, and yeah. they are some of the biggest names in English football right now. So that tells you what sort of Dusan Tadic, Sofian Bufal. They had a really good squad. They back had then. a really good Mauricio Pochettino was, was their, their manager. manager. Yeah. So you, yeah, they're they're a talent factory basically, and you won't be surprised to see them selling players about everywhere. So. Yeah, because they've even Danny Ings, they've sold Danny Ings, they sold the man. <laughs> this, in, this season, yeah, they, in, they let him go, which yeah. is unfortunate, but it but was they, a good deal for them. Yeah, they also signed uh, Stuart, what's Adam, Adam Armstrong. Armstrong, and they have Shea Adams. But so, Shea Adams is about as threatening in front of gold as a toddler with a butter knife. Let's see how some Thumpton season <laughs> unfolds, but I don't think they're going down. That's Lance's opinion. As I said before, yeah. any Southampton fan out here listening to him, just assume. Why don't you catch me outside? <laughs> in other news, for another team that's really suffering in Arsenal, mm. yes, they managed to get a hold of uh, the former Real Madrid wonder kid and Martin Odegaard for 30 million euros. Who was considered surplus to requirements. By Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Didn't even get a jersey number after pre- during preseason or that entire time. I mean, it's a cool way to end a career where you were signed as a future star. Yeah, because they signed him at 16, I think. And he was supposed to be Ronaldo. No, he 2. was supposed 0. to come and become like Modric or Cruz's heir in midfield. As in he was Real Madrid's next superstar, basically. Yeah, but they never panned out. In a lot of loan deals which did work well, especially when he went to Real Sociedad. He really had a fire season and then goes to Arsenal, contributes to the cause. And now they what don't cause? want him. What cause at Arsenal? Is he contributing to Machida? See, Machida's Arteta. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, for Arsenal, I don't know if it's a good deal. It's too early to say. But overloading uh, the attacking positions, especially with so many youngsters, when you look at Bukayo Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe, now you've thrown in Martin Udegaard. Okay, so they offloaded Joe Willock to Newcastle last week. But that's not where the problem is if you watch any Arsenal game. They needed, first of all, to look for like a right back. This is the ranting of an Arsenal fan. Eh, mini fan of Brentford. <laughs> Minimal lie. Anyways, but looking at Arsenal, the signing strategy must be pay inshallah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this team. In other news, we had uh, the f- former Barcelona champion as well. And Chelsea. Champions League winner. Was he in the no. Champions League squad? No, 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 no. The Premier League, Premier League, League squad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he won the Prem. I yeah. think that was like his first season in Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. In Pedro. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, uh, he's left Roma and headed on to Blue Pastures in, in Naples. Is it Naples? No. Yeah. It's not Naples. Lazio is in. Oh, it's yeah, wait, it's in Rome. Yeah, he's uh, he traded one rival for another. Yeah, so he left Rome. 
in <laughs> Roma and went to Lazio, which is also in Rome. Yeah, and actually it wasn't. It it makes sense because Maurizio Sarri wanted him. They had worked together and Pedro was one of the better players for Roma last season. Despite yeah, their they worked together at Chelsea. Yes, they did. And I don't think he fits in Mourinho's Roma mold, honestly. Yeah. He'd fit better, way, way better with Maurizio Sarri mm. than Jose. So that's a good and, move for Pedro. And looking at his age, he probably, even if he doesn't play every game of the season, he'll have a positive impact on the side, especially looking at what Lazio have done in the transfer market, bringing back uh, Felipe Anderson. Now you have Pedro. Your wings look to be sorted out. Now it's just fix everything around Shiro Immobile. Yeah, but they should have a stable, stable squad for this. I don't know if they'll be able to make a real dash for the championship, but yeah. I think they might. The only stumbling block might be Juventus. I think because the... I think Inter this season have just decided to let things cool down a bit after getting rid of most of their team <laughs> and plus manager. their manager. Uh, AC Milan, I don't think they're yet in a position where you can say they might be able to win the league. That's where I disagree with you because I literally see the season being a three-horse race with Lazio, Juve and Milan. I think Atalanta will also suffer because of uh, letting go of players. I think that might be the dark horse in Atalanta because they're, very, they're, also, they're also a very good talent factory. Yeah. Most players from the top division in uh, Italy are also from... <laughs> Some have a background coming from the Atalanta Academy. Yeah. So I think the only challenge this year is only Juve. Juve should win the title comfortably. But if mm. Lazio are able to string up good results through the season and like Atalanta as well and just, give them a, a run for their money, that would be great. I like they just ignored Napoli like they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, because this sort of issues they had last season, I think, is just still there for everyone to see. Uh, yes, they did lose Akidius Milik, but they do still have, what's this guy called? The striker, Dembele. Or what's his name? Nah, oh, Jamal Dora France. Yes. He's black guy, I don't know, I forgot his name. Yeah, but you see with Lorenzo Insigne having Lovano, and you have him up front. And they also have Nanios, Politano. Yeah. They also have Politano from Inter. And they have a strong backline in Costas Manolas and Kulibali, Fauzi Gulam. Honestly, uh, yeah. They it's have a good e- squad. It's exciting to see what happens this weekend with Syria's past gaming. So, yeah, tell us what you think is going to happen. Talk to us, connect with us on our socials on Instagram. It's at the Sports Bar KE and on Facebook. The Sports Bar. Yeah, so. Anyways, and have we forgotten anything? I don't think we have. Mm. That's it. We wrap up the week <laughs> in the bar time to go get a shot or two see you see anyways it's been your favorite Gaman Kibs and that is me signing off Drew Sisao as always thank you so much for joining us thank you for your time and see you again next time bye bye